Thank you, you're welcome. Welcome, all three of you. <laughs> all three of our loyal listeners. <laughs> Hi, Jules mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> yeah, Ollie was like, let me be on your podcast. Sorry if you're listening, that's how you sound in my head. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and she was, and I was like, nope, nope, absolutely not. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to just do it. Just do it. do it. She alluded to the fact that she would reach out to a younger audience if she was on here. And I was like, bitch, we're like, not trying to scare away the five listeners we fucking yeah. have. Like <laughs> who? Like, oh, a younger audience. Yeah, like cool 19 year olds with face tattoos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm not. Hey, whatever. If, if you get a face tattoo before you get other tattoos, like, fuck you. I'm sorry. They're making like, bad decisions. Like, cool. Good on you, but. Come on. Like you're not, I don't know. You're you, not investing. You show me in great somebody that has like a sick face tattoo that I'm just like, all right, that was definitely a better choice than something more like low key. He's, he's into it. He's into it. Guys. Yeah. He's yeah. Into it. Don't when just you get tattoos, like jump in head first. Well, it's because the face tattoos are very popular. What do they call them? Uh, the Vans Warp Tour. Fucking sleeves, so you, you get your neck, your face, and your hands tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're back. Hey, here we are. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, good to be here. Good to be here. Been very busy, but we're back finally. I asked her to be on the podcast, and she, I was just fucking around. <laughs> and she, told, she told me to fuck off. So. Yeah, because she's trying to, to yeah, it's just trying to be like. It's like one of those cool people, like when something happens, it's always that idea. She's like, let me on the podcast. Oh, no, dude. Sorry. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Hey, so all we've all been very busy, right? Mega busy. Sure. Like holidays. Yeah. You had a huge fight. I guess all fights are huge. Yeah. We had just restaurants and stuff. And holidays. You guys got real jobs. A real holidays. job, kind of. Yeah. Dude, you got a real job. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do what you do. It's true. I mean, maybe if I had your cultivation, like. You know. Cultivation is probably a good word for it. Yeah. You have to be serious about your job all the time. During camp, pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. See, we, I have to be serious while I'm here, and when I email people, mm-hmm. when I go home, I can eat like a whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's a good life. Yeah, it's a bit of a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. A bit. Cool. So yeah, we're back. back in this it's nice to be back. back it's in nice to not have a million boys. fucking things to do. Even though, indeed, I do have. I was gonna say, I feel like you but never don't have a million things to do. We're back. Never done. Never done. Never done. I'm sure the double negatives are okay in UK English. It's like a thing. And in US English, it is a grammatical error. Hi, Lo, have we met? I I do not care, and if you cannot understand what I'm saying, then maybe we shouldn't be talking. No, I like double negatives. <laughs> double negatives are awesome. But I'm just saying, because I'm just. Throwing some random bullshit out to try to sound smart because we have. You sound very intelligent all the time when you talk oh, to me. So. You do usually sound intelligent. I think we bring the intelligence to that trap. I was going to say, I, I dumb things down a bit when I'm like, I'll. You know what it is? I bet somebody's up there in the chair without wheels. Hang on, what's time? Oh, upstairs. Yeah. So there is, for folks that are watching that have never been here before, there's a tattoo shop upstairs. And this is going to kind of segue into... I guess, yeah, this will segue into our first story. But uh, we always hear wild, like, sounds that are very... They seem really random, like a body being drug across the floor. And if you've ever tuned in before, you do know for sure we always bring it back to some paranormal bullshit. And I was asking those dudes... Oh, 
if it was phantom bodies being dragged across the floor, but there's definitely people up there right now. And so yeah. it's just sporadically throughout the day you hear like weird random noises from a source not in this location. And I was asking some cats from upstairs today, like, do you guys think it's haunted? And do you guys, is there a ghost that inhabits this? Because we've been dealing with, with like, since the beginning, we've just been dealing with shit here. We're going to have a We it Usually, that's the door, because their doors are weird. But there, there's usually sounds that sound like furniture moving. Mm. And there's, there's, you know, there's, like, it's a wide open tattoo shop, so they probably are moving shit all the time or whatever. And, or like they're sitting up their bench. Perhaps. So that, that's not like a crazy thing. Uh-huh. And I'm sure we've shared the... This is a segue into... We think story? that there might be a ghost. For sure now. There like, may or may not. Because so it, it doesn't fuck with you at all. Time, right? like, but I've seen yeah. it's like... I've seen it's remnants. <laughs> so like it's the time, we'll tell the Kenny Loggins story real quick one more time. <laughs> so here at the restaurant, we uh, we use Pandora for the music at the restaurant, and like on Pan- on the Pandora app, you can see like the last twenty songs that have played or whatever. Uh huh. So every day when I leave, every day when I leave, I turn the speaker off. I like exit the Pandora app on the iPad or whatever, and then I leave and lock up. Um, so I came in one morning because I'm usually the first one here. And the speaker was on, and it was on Kenny Loggins' radio, and it was three songs deep. So it, the music had started like 20 minutes before I got there. And I was like, wicked what early the, which, Yeah, which is like 5.30 in the morning. Still the witching hour. And so like, or it was like 6 that day. And then Jules came in like an hour later, and I was like, hey, did you like hang out here last night and put the radio on or something? Were <laughs> you listening to Kenny Loggins? She was like, I've well, because she's been known to listen to Kenny Loggins. But she was like, no, it wasn't me. So at some point, like 20, 30 minutes before I got here, someone or something turned the speaker on and then put Kenny Loggins radio on. Did this happen after we started talking about Kenny Loggins' ghost? This no, was, no, this, this was, was a while before. Person. Oh, this is why we talk about yeah. that on the yeah. podcast? Okay. This is why it's the Kenny Loggins' ghost. Okay. But, um, um, is, so, it, is you think Ken, Kenny Loggins' ghost is it's like... Not it's Kenny not the ghost. No, 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 because Kenny Loggins is still alive, but the Kenny Loggins <laughs> ghost is he like omnipresent? Does he do this on other people's music streaming devices? I, that's the only music I think he that does. He's like Santa Claus. He just hits different people's Pandora's or Spotify or whatever. If you guys have Kenny Loggins Pandora station stories, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> um, like if Kenny Loggins came blaring in on the speaker right now, I'd be and then like, we've oh, we've also God. shared like her dishwasher story, mm-hmm. right? Um, and just the overall sense of like, oh, so you've been here on your own time, just by yourself, uh-huh. and it's a weird hour. Not weird, maybe, but like, have you ever felt like? Maybe not high, not paranoid, but something weird. Well, it's a creepy. Like, it's it's creepy and she can be kind of spooky. Yeah. Especially when you're walking back there and it's all dark as fuck. We should maybe look up the records for this place and see if anybody's died. So, and we sure. okay, well the guy who used to live upstairs when we first moved in before it was a tattoo shop. His name was Patrick Nagatani, and he was like a world famous artist, and he had cancer. He's dead now. Um, oh. But he he didn't die up there. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. They, he he moved his shit out like a month or two before he died. Okay. Super cool guy. Super nice. But I he was so, super nice to us. He came down here a lot. So that's why I was like, well, if, if he because I knew he died, I just didn't know where. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, if he would have died up there, he would be, he probably would have been like a friendly ghost. Not necessarily, ghost. okay? Here's the thing. I think that there, like, you do the same thing habitually so many times that you're investing your energy in that space. Like, what is a ghost? Like, residual energy probably, right? I don't know, I don't know. But if that dude invested that much time, space, love, energy, just like overall investment into that zone, so he's, he's, he could have been tethered to it regardless uh, of his yeah. death space. You know what I mean? Like so, so something of him is still caught in. Yeah, the there's still something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like that's the most. There, it was like, his art studio. Yeah, and like I mean, fuck you. Only pour everything if you're really. I feel like if you're really majorly dedicated, you pour everything you love into a thing that you're like in any artistic endeavor. So like the. Well, you guys know that upstairs used to be uh, AKKA karate. Yeah, a long time, a long time ago. ago, and yeah. there was a there was a, a famous trainer in town uh, of kickboxers and martial artists uh, named Bill Packard, and Bill Packard was the trainer of Mike Wigglejohn, uh, Arlene Sanchez. Uh, a bu- bunch of different, bunch of different fighters from Nada Claris who were um, high-level kickboxers back in the day, back in like maybe the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And he, you know, he passed away from cancer as well, and that was his studio from a long, for a long time. So he probably he passed away from cancer too. Uh, he he invested a lot of time probably up in that up in that space. Where's, I, where's I, 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 I sparked it. Of energies. Also, you should warn those dudes upstairs to get like tested. Oh sure. I mean, do it. I don't think it's the. Sp- I doubt it's the space. Well, if it's them, if they are, then you guys are fucked too. Yeah, I'm from Jump. Hey, we're we're all we're all on our clock. We're pretty friendly to the paranormal kinds. I don't know. What about what about the asbestosis kind? That's asbestos also, ghosts? <laughs> no, but he, he he said that he thought this, maybe this building was giving people cancer. I don't know. Okay. It might just be the building and there's nothing getting around that. This, everything could be around the building and that is ancient and that's why it makes crazy noises. Maybe there's... Maybe we're just losing our minds from the asbestos and that's why we're hearing shit. That could very well Or maybe there's, a, maybe there's a plutonium rod in the, in the safe back on the floor back there. So, See, we did talk that. about the safe. You didn't so. want me to mention that. What if there's like... Eight hundred thousand million dollars in there. Yeah, we are. Uh, okay. Then it's ours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but three of ours. It's the three of ours. It's <laughs> missing <laughs> the dial part. We so could. I looked up that type of safe, uh-huh. and it's like a cylinder safe that goes into the ground, and it's supposed to have a dial on it, so you can like put in your combination. So, so can, can we can we give some context? Yes. Okay. So I, we were building out the back room to. Do coffee production uh, for Hundred Hands, my, my coffee company, and we were looking at this little thing that we swore was a floor drain because it would have been awesome if it was. Yeah. And we fucked with it and fucked with it and fucked with it. And my um, my plumber friend looked around. And he looked in the wall to see if there's a vent because that kind of um, you know indicates that there's you know maybe that it is a floor drain right because it needs a vent. And we fucked with it forever. Finally, I got. I, scraped a bunch of crud off of it and actually got down to like what this thing was. It's a goddamn safe. It's like an old unopened safe. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of opened up more questions than it solved. Yeah. 
So we don't. Yeah, we weren't we able to find it. Still, open what if it's? Do you guys ever see that Simpsons Halloween special where there's like the monkey hand? The monkey paw. The monkey paw that grants wishes. What if there's a mummified monkey paw down there and know, it grants wishes? And then you go. What if it's like? <laughs> what if it's already like cast some of its wishes and they put it down there to like save them? Oh, I don't want to play. And then those first two wishes were their demise. Yeah, you get cursed. Oh, shit. You get cursed. Well, it's like a, it's like a, it's like one of those deal with the devil things, the monkey paw thing, so you like, uh-huh. uh, you get something, but you gotta pay money. It's like the, like, oh, I want to be the best lawyer of all time, but then you used to make a deal with the devil, and then it's like, well, you're only going to be defending, like, rapists and killers. Didn't they make a movie about that in the movies? Probably. It was also in De- Sabrina. Devil's Advocate, motherfucker. They just, they just ripped Sabrina's off Devil's Advocate. Sabrina's a teenage bitch. Yeah, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Are you into that? Dude, I'm into it. That's I'm good. balls deep. It's super corny. Super, super corny. And the, the, the lead actress who plays Sabrina is kind of wacky. Like, I don't really like her. But it's, it's cool because it's, like, corny-ish. But it's also, like kind of violent and also it's like all about devil worship like the whole thing revolves around them getting their powers from Satan. it's interesting because it's based it's based like a remake from the, what like so it, it's a kids? mix okay so originally sabrina the teenage witch was just a I'm character well before that was a character in archie comics okay. just a character okay. and then they gave her a show from that Okay. And then from that show and a combination of the old character, they made a new graphic novel that's just like the Chilling Adventures oh. of Sabrina. And then from that, and then from that graphic novel, they made the show. How do you know this? Because dude, I told you I was following <laughs> deep. I, I watched it. When I get into something, I need to like know everything about it. Um, so yeah, I'm like super into that. But anyway, as I was watching that, that that leads into my next story. Um, I was like kind of interested in like witchcraft not like in the practice of witchcraft but like the what it's about the raw materials of like different types of witchcraft okay like and so like, i have newts fucking like, yeah yeah exactly so i of a dead man i just wanted to like think about it and look it up or whatever and uh-huh. uh i got to thinking about like santeria uh-huh. and what i thought was actually like a mexican thing is actually like very cuban uh-huh. it's not very mexican at all it's like a, it's a mix of a lot of different yeah things. but it's mostly it's mostly cuban okay um which I, which I realized later. But anyway, my dad was in Mexico for Christmas and New Year's. And he called me like a couple days before he was coming back. And he was like, hey, do you need anything from down here? And I, cause I always have him bring me a uh, milk, sheep's milk cajeta. So it's like dulce de leche, but it's sheep's milk. Um, super good. Is it goaty? No, but it, it's like a richer dulce de leche. It's so good. Um, and I was like, hey. Is that what they use on papas? Pointing to uh, uh, probably. I don't know. Okay. You just make dulce de leche, not that hard. But this is like legit Mexican stuff. So I was like, yeah, bring me some of that. And then I was like, I was like, bring me some like Santeria shit. And he was like, what? I was like, I just like a candle or something. Like just try and find something and bring it to me. Just, just cause. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what the fuck? What is that? <laughs> and I was like, like uh, it's like, like Mexican voodoo. Like is that like medicine woman? And he's like. I think I know what you're talking about. He's like, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'm like, okay. So he comes back. I, I went and picked him up on the bus because he always takes the bus back and forth. Uh, and then I dropped him off at a semi truck because he wanted to take a semi truck from the yard to his house. So he, he, he gives me this, like, well, first he's like, 
I'm gonna give you this thing, like uh, just put it somewhere safe, uh, and it should bring you good luck. And I was like, what? And he was like, he was like, I did what you told me. I like asked my family, and this is and that. And so his brother's wife was like, I know a lady who like does blessings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he went to her, and she wouldn't talk to him. She like wouldn't speak to him at all. And he was like, well, what's happening? Blah blah blah. And then like her assistant was like, he she only speaks to women. So you have to bring a woman. So mm-hmm. my brother's wife went with her and he was like, hey, like my son's interested in this. Like, could you give him something that would give good luck? And so she, they like translated back and forth, like asked a bunch of stuff about me and my brother, like mm-hmm. where we were born, what our age is, this and that. So anyway, he brings you back this bag that's got like, I haven't opened it. He told me, don't open it. If, if you do, just like look at the stuff and put it back. And then just leave it somewhere safe. I'm like, okay, so I haven't even opened it yet, but I know it has a hummingbird foot in it. I know it has some coins, and I know it has some other stuff that I haven't seen. Yeah, hummingbird's foot. That's smaller than my foot. Yeah, and so I, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's that's crazy. So oh, like a tiny little gnarled yeah. hummingbird foot. So these, I think these like ladies do like uh, blessings for like sick people, but they can also do like curses and stuff. And I was reading. I was reading like what that can be used for, like hummingbird, and I guess hummingbird feet and other the feet of different birds can be used for like different spells, like for like love, like you can make a guy fall in love with you by doing spells with a hummingbird foot. But I think it's it's mostly for like good fortune. So yeah, I, I was like, I was like, hey dad, bring me something. Like, I thought he was just gonna bring me like a candle with like Santa Muerte on it, but he brought me some like, satchels. So a friend reminds me like so um. I was looking at this book, The Friend, and it is, I don't know what the, what the author's name is, but it's, it's uh, like psychomagic, like psycho, psychological. We talked about this then. And he, and he had for like all these different things. It was you. Maybe. It was you. It was you. It was you. It sounds accusatory. So for all these different random stuff, like I have dandruff, or I have like this specific type of mommy issue, everything has like a specific ritual to do. Yeah. And there was some bizarre stuff, man. There was like not like stuff that was not okay. And I don't it know. was not okay. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like, I like I, I shouldn't as an, a grown adult man believe in these kind uh-huh. of things, but at the same time, it's like, See, uh, there's so much of this world that I don't understand. Well, and you know what? I think, as I, I'm like, I'm an optimistic I don't want to say believer, but like I want to believe. Yeah. I think like a lot of stuff is the intention that you put into it, and yeah. the energy behind things. It can definitely be like the mindset that it puts you in. Like yeah. if somebody gives me a, a bag of whatever and like this will bring you good fortune, you're yeah. gonna start thinking like I'm gonna have good fortune. You have those thoughts, and mm-hmm. then you start to consciously decide like what's best for you when you make decisions. Could be, and I don't think it can hurt. But if you're only relying on that, obviously. Yeah, I don't think you definitely. Yeah, I don't think it can it's like that same, like, if you build it, they will come mentality, oh, yeah. like, be about it, and it will happen. That should really happen. Building dreams. Building dreams. Kevin Costner. But yeah, I thought that was super cool, and now, like, I want to go learn more about this. But I want to learn more about it, not just, like, in Mexico. I want to learn, because I, I, I know, like, know the Native Americans have, like, a bunch of shit like that, too. Yeah. And it's all different. Yeah, it's all different. And then there's, there's all kinds of different practices. 
I'm sure that there's like millions of books and fucking so TV I, shows and shit about this. So you have my palm right there. How did that go? Just, huh? Where? How did that go? No, Here? but like, no, someone was hanging out with read my palm. And it was freaking interesting. Like, I don't know. I Like you said. Did you I, feel like you identified with it? Some of it, yeah. And, I, and yeah. I don't know if all that stuff is, like, that's how it's, like, that's how they play that out. Stuff can like be they cold, like they cold read you. And yeah, like, cold read. They like see a they see a wedding ring on you, and they're like, "Oh, your wife is this?" Is yeah, how the fuck did he know I was married? They have, yeah, they have like the, like the yeah, five things yeah. they go to you, like you're struggling with so so so. Yeah, yeah. In their mind, they're like, "You don't. You're only here because you want advice." Yeah. So they're just like, so they prey on that. So I yeah I don't know I I thought some of, some of it identify I identified with, and I also I don't know how it works, and I'm also kind of a skeptic but a lot of the astrology stuff that I've looked into have been like god damn it are they fucking following me See? like what, what's going on but 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 maybe but maybe that's just a psychological thing where we identify with different stuff and I'm, yeah. and I'm willing to believe in either one like I don't know which of which it is it could very well be that you know these celestial bodies in line have these these different pole, poles on our yes. On our, you know, whatever vibrations and energies yeah. or personality, who freaking knows? Like, I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Could be. I. I I'm but, but, but it could also be bullshit. And we just buy into it on a psychological. The, the, well, the most it's likely answer that like they've tried to like create this through experimentation is mm-hmm. that your uh, memories are so open to suggestion, like which is why when police grill you, they're like trying to get you to admit to something you didn't do. But that's basically what they're doing. So they're like, they're feeding you all these things, and your head automatically wants to connect the dots. So it's like, well, that, that could be me if I just connect it in this way. But you do it all like subconsciously, and so you're like, yeah, yeah. And you only remember another study that they did is you only remember the things that they were right about throughout like a reading or like your horoscope, mm-hmm. and, and you ignore ninety percent dis- that was wrong. Disregard it, especially if you're going in there with like. Like wanting to believe, yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah. So because they'll they'll they did this test where they um, oh fuck me uh, where they they like gave people readings like tarot card readings or like something like that and then they asked them afterwards what they were told and they only would tell them it's like well yeah they were so right and they said this about me this about me and they left out everything. That wasn't that like that didn't apply to them, and it ended up like on average being like 80% of what they said they just forgot because mm-hmm. it didn't like apply to them. Mm-hmm. But when you remember like the two or three things that they got right, like you probably had a stressful day. Mm-hmm. They're like, I did have because a stressful it's like day. it's vague enough for it to seem specific to you. Does yeah. that make sense? So like, well, you know what? Yeah. No, like I, I I've, really, read, I've read some stuff that's that seems super creepily, creepily specific. specific. Yeah. Like, Damn, there so definitely like, are some times where they're like, but well, that could buy into arguing. that thing. But, but like, so, this and, and, and that well, wasn't then. that wasn't just uh, astrology stuff. I've read stuff. Like you numerology? Guys, no, not numerology. But are you guys familiar with like uh, archetype stuff, like Carl Jung uh, psycho- psychology? There's like archetypes, and it is kind of these 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 themes that are basically throughout. Um, human mythology uh, across all different cultures 
and there's certain themes that recur over and over and over. And like in literature, it's or like in history, um, mythology, like mythology and and literature, okay. but probably literature based on older older stuff. And there's like, I think the there's a bunch of different ones. I think the main ones from Carl Jung are uh, king, warrior, magician, lover, and the male. And then there's these shadow aspects of, it. and then there's also childhood equivalents. It's a it's a really interesting cycle. I, I connect with this, and it's it's in a way maybe similar to astrology, but maybe not. But it, it definitely it, well, kind of. I don't know how I don't know how really. You an archetype test. But it it. Um, it, I don't know. I connected with a lot of it, and it was it was similar to some of the uh, some of the astrological stuff that I was like, damn, that's. Well, but also maybe I'm just a you know maybe I'm just a sheep and I'm just, just wanting to wanting to buy it. I don't know. I mean, maybe like, I just I just want to I just want to identify with something, guys. Yeah, I don't know who I am. And I was like, it's bullshit. It's all dumb. It was the same way. I was like, I'm an atheist, and there's for sure no like whatever. But the, the older I get, I, I don't know if it's because I want it to be true and I want it there to just be like something weird well, and different out there that I want to believe well, in. As you get older, you probably get wiser. And the more you see, the less, or the more you know that you don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So then it's yeah. like, the more I realize that I'm wrong about it, the more I'm like, well, I could be wrong about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I remember. I, mean, it, it totally, for sure I wanted to be it. really dismissive about all of it, and then I, I I went through this phase where I was like super into numerology, and I was like, wow, it's just like so accurate. But I was gonna say like I remember in seventh grade, uh, a teacher of mine, she took apart all like all the astrological signs from that week and and assembled them differently and she's like highlight what kind of stands out to you in your and then she told us at the end she's like so as it turns out i cut up all this i took a sentence from each one basically and like reimagined them together she's like it's just like there's such a commonality and like maybe not this week or this day but you identify with it i don't know i don't it's hard to say have you ever done like a super specific chart See, I have, and then like I told this, like I was hanging out with this girl, and she was like, "Oh my God, it totally makes sense. Like this, this is totally you. I get it now. I get it." Cause she was like, "She totally did this mega birth chart," and I was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Just I totally get you now." And I'm like, "Ah, that's a bit much, dude." But yeah, I I don't know. I think it's like. There's so, I think there's something and to there's it. there's like hope in there, you know, because there's like this ring positivity. I don't know. You want to believe. Well, as as much like, as I want to think it's bullshit, like when I was much younger, I knew I worked with a girl who was super into astrology. And I told her, I'd just broken up with some girl. And I told her, I was like, man, this fucking girl, blah, blah, blah. These are all the things that she did and treated me this way or whatever. And she was like, you're a Scorpio, right? And I was like, I never told you that. And she's like, it's obvious. And I was like, all right, whatever. And uh, she was like, well, what's that girl's birthday? And I, I don't remember what her birthday was. But I, I was like, I know she's an Aries. And she's like, 
she's like, hey, do you usually date Aries? And I was like, I don't fucking know. And so we like looked up MySpace or whatever it was. <laughs> so like a couple oh, of my, and so I dated like three Aries girls in a row and they all had like the same tendencies. Like it was the same issue relationship wise with each one of the girls. Interesting. And she was like, you just need to stay away from Aries girl. And I was like, that's, and at the time I was like, that's fucking stupid. But I think like, like three or four years <laughs> after that, I like, I like subconsciously was like, this girl's eight, like Aries, I'm not gonna fuck with it. And I kind of see it clear to me, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I, that could totally just be like, I was attracted to whatever that personality was, and they could have just all happened to be Aries. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be coincidental. Maybe not. Could be, yeah. I was also like 16 at the time. And every relationship's gonna be kind of fucked up when yeah, you're 16, yeah. 17, because you're a child. And I was just as fucked up as like any of them. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, so, so there's, there could be, <laughs> it could be pa- patterns, <laughs> patterns on other levels. Yeah. And they could be whatever. I mean, it could have been, you know, who knows? So yeah, like I had a little, I've had a little flirt, flirts with, uh, with that type of uh-huh. pseudoscience. There's been some wisdom in some of the ones that I've read, and I'm like, damn, son, that like. I don't like that one, but it's. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, one. but it's fucking true. Yeah. Like when you hear something about it, when you're like, oh wow, that that s- speaks to me. Like I don't. I don't know. That's, that's why. Like when my dad gave me this thing, I was like, okay, I'm gonna hold on to it, and we'll just see what happens. But like, it can't hurt. So you know, it's in my car because my car's always with me. So we'll see. There's um. I have this like this this daily reflection book and it's um Taoist yeah. Taoist readings and one of them that I really like it talks about ritual and I'm and I'm paraphrasing I'm gonna make this way shorter but it says that um you know the the elders tell us to to worship the idols because the gods are in the idols and then when we do that and we come to a place eventually the wise ones tell us that there's no gods in in the idols that they're just pieces of wood and gold and that the, the gods are within us and to to be reverent and to hold ritual in your life you find those those powers and those things within yourself and you're by just sitting there and focusing on something like that and having that i guess reverence for yeah. something then you are then connecting to right because buddhism before before they were before any religion really became uh, politicized because there was a time where uh, different religions were politicized it was like this thing this, this power that you had over people in your yeah. kingdom they're like hey this king is like oh check all check this out we're going to keep everybody in get everybody doing this one thing now we can't keep them all in, in harmony on a certain level yeah. and um, so it was almost a uh, like a, like kind of a, a marketplace of like hey what are people gonna like and so when Buddhism I think first emerged they didn't have idols they didn't have anything like these other religions did yeah. these other religions that people identified with with you know like the the, the idols and the, the the altars and all the stuff that people had been doing for thousands and thousands of years so to make it more of a tangible thing for people to you know to to, to, to identify with yeah they, they started doing this this you know like the the buddhist statues and yeah. more of the, the the idols and stuff like that but then in a roundabout way maybe that they brought people so into yeah. well it's the same way they brought like pagans into christianity they're like 
you can keep doing this crazy fucking midwinter holiday you have, but we're gonna call it Christmas and yeah. we're gonna tell everybody that it's about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then the the original the original Christian Sabbath was on Saturday, Saturday mm-hmm. and then they changed the Romans changed it to Sunday because that's when all the sun worshippers were worshiping anyway. Yeah. So they're just like, okay, we'll we'll fit you guys in. Yeah. Just come join our. Yeah, exactly. And right. and they could just get everybody, and yeah. it, it created kind of a more Strange of a semblance, and more of an identity amongst their people, and kept things yeah. more homogenized. That ritual thing, I think, there's some truth to that, and like people have been doing that people since like the beginning. A, I think people need that, and and it's not just and it's not just necessarily, not just necessarily like religious ritual either. Ritual yeah. in general. Well, I mean, I think it's too like. Like the way some people look up to Jesus or to God and they see uh, like the traits that they think they should follow. Like I think that in itself is like a good thing for humans. Uh, aside from like the you know the fact that churches don't have to pay taxes and that Catholic priests are butt fucking everybody. Well, like but yeah. other than that, like so that's a different like thing. That yeah. the the idea of church and to look to look up to something like that, I think is like. It's not like a modern thing, and I do think that some, I think in some way, uh, it's like built within like us as humans to like want to do that. Like the same way, uh, you know how to like automatically take care of a kid when you have one, Mm -hmm. or how you. So for how long? I mean, you're you're familiar with let's let's plagiarize and reuse some other podcasting. I would say. How much do you know about like like stone date theory? Oh, I've heard of that too. Uh But either even that, they found something to worship and to look up to. So, and I think that's become such a like huge part of humans in their brain that they like are lost without it. Like the idea of atheism to some people is like so absurd. Uh-huh. And he, I, I was thinking about this the other day because I was listening to a podcast where Bill Burr was on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. And he was saying that like he kind of wants to start going back to church. Because he likes like the ritual of it, he likes that it'll help him like calm down for a day, be a better person, try to be a better person for a day. And I was thinking like, I feel like some people do that, like kids will do that with like superhero movies without even knowing it. Like they'll see these superheroes and they'll like the, the powers and all the cool stuff they do. Like yeah, I wish I could do that, but at the same time they're getting it in their brain like. Well, this person's helping people who can't help themselves, yeah. or this person is like standing up for the little well, guy. And so, so they, and so, a lot of that is, and a lot, a lot of what we see in those stories is kind of an arc, going back to that archetype stuff. Yeah. That that hero archetype, that warrior archetype, that that king archetype, and then like the, on the villain side, you see um, like the shadow. There's like a shadow polarity to every to all those different ones, like the. Uh, Shadow King stuff, yeah. and there's and, and that plays out in like modern mythology too. I bet you could go through, and you know they talk about um, uh, what's uh, uh, uh what you your Star fucking Wars. pin Star Wars Star, oh, Star Wars. Wars. There there's a <laughs> bunch of the same themes. Yeah. There's a bunch of the same themes that that go back to all this different stuff that are that are over repeated over and over and over. Through human history and into our own modern mythology, it's interesting. And so, what that says is that's like a like a collective consciousness, thing. or it's just something that we're all used to. Like these, this is how stories play out. On what? Yeah, but on what level? Almost like on a subconscious but, level. But I mean, if, if if 
if it was disagreeable, like if that was disagreeable to people, it wouldn't thrive as much as it does, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There, it connects so, with some certain Yeah, points. so like so many people gravitate towards that, like naturally it just like clicks, and so like that's why it's yeah. just continuously fed over, mm -hmm. over all the years. So it's like, it is a collective consciousness. I'm, but people, you know, people so. don't see it that way. That's the, the bad thing, because people are like, well, my thing that I worship is not your thing that you worship, and so on and so forth. Well, of course, because we like to we like to differentiate and say and say. There's uh, also like. And it depends on what level you're operating. On. If yeah. you're operating on that kind of on that kind of more of a base level of that reactivity, as opposed to like connectedness, like yeah. other, us and them, as opposed to like we. And there there's kind of different. Yeah. There's different levels that people operate on mentally, psychologically, emotionally, yeah. spiritually. Yeah, some people are so yeah, disconnected in all and, and, and then there's like black and white, good and bad, all this, yeah. this binary stuff. And there's a who benefits from that? Typically, it's who's in power. Yeah. Be benefits by, by keeping everything binary and by keeping things, things divided like that. But when, and I mean, we, we see it in politics, and we see it in, ed in education. I'm sorry. Really apologize. We see in education. Any more education is like right and wrong answers. Yeah. Like this is a right and wrong like answer, as opposed to as opposed yeah standardized tests, and that, and they're teaching to pass a test, and it's all about this is right, this is wrong, as opposed to like the critical thinking, the nuance, and the gray area that is life, right. and it, yeah. it is exactly. it is what everything really consists of and um, yeah it, it, if you're if you're operating on a level of seeing things and being able to take yourself outside of that like emotional reaction to this is my thing yeah th this is what I believe this is the jersey that I wear and you're like wait a minute we're just we're talking we're talking ideas we're talking yeah. we're all talking about the theory with different names yeah yeah well, I remember being a kid and uh, like being raised ultra-religious and being raised in that religion thinking like we are, I was raised Catholic, I'm a pretty ruined Catholic now, but like I remember thinking like it just felt so judgmental and I remember being pretty young. Oh, man, down. Man down. <laughs> and like... Reading about Hinduism and like other Eastern religions at a fairly young age, and thinking like, well, come on, man, there's so many other options at this point, and yeah. that's kind of I think when the other doors are starting to open up, when I realized like, this isn't the only thing that you could like learn about. This isn't the yeah. only option out there. I didn't believe it like right and, away. And I mean, but for how long those other religions have been around, based yeah. on everything, it's like. See, that's what because I, I remember meeting kids, even when I was in Catholic school, that weren't Catholic. That were going to Catholic school. Oh, that, that I knew from, like, oh, they lived in the, the neighborhood or whatever. And I was like, what? So even though I was like a kid, I was like, why is your religion different than mine? Like, are we all doing the same thing with different names? Or can anybody be right? Or are we all wrong? Even as a little kid, I was like, this shit doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh -huh. And then I, like, went back and forth as I grew up. But I actually knew... I know a couple friends who have left like the Mormon religion and they all say the same thing when you want to ask them about it. 
And I, I was like, so, like, you know, why'd you leave? You know, they all have their reasons for leaving, but they are all like, like, we were so arrogant when when we were in it. Like, there was absolutely no way we were wrong, and everybody else was wrong. So that's how you learn. Yeah, and it's like, you you believe it like in your bones. And I remember these kids when I was in high school, like being friends with them, and it's like, yeah, that's how I saw you too. <laughs> like, there's absolutely no way you're wrong. And it was like that that steadfastness and your like belief is what creates like divide. well and th- there's different levels with that so i talked i have a good friend that that grew up he grew up in like deep utah like where there everybody is mormon yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't practice now and he like he's left a lot of the dogma behind but he does talk about like the community aspect to mm-hmm. it and how it's Everybody is very, very much engaged in their community, which is probably a positive thing. You know, you kind of take some of the dogma out of that and uh, the judgment and like the whatever, you know, like this you know, segregating of, of people and yeah. looking down on people. But the, uh, the community aspect of it is it can end and like the health. We talked about when they were when they were young. I, told, I would tell him about what I did when I was a teenager. He told me about what he did when he was a teenager and they would like, get together as like their their church group and then like find somebody in need and go like build them a fence. Like somebody's fucking fence fell down. Yeah. They went and built there, you know, or, or work, went and worked on the weekend on somebody's plumbing and they were like of service and they yeah. did stuff. And so they're like with all religion, with all this stuff, there's good and bad. And it's also like, it's just not, not this, this black and white binary stuff. And if you throw out all, you know, you throw the baby out with the bathwater, if you say it's just all bad. Yeah. And then I agree with that wholeheartedly because like, I know a lot of people would just say like the Mormons are crazy, blah, blah, blah. They believe some wacky things, but it's not any wackier than anything else. But they were always super kind to me, even though I was obviously very different. (laughs) Uh They were all like very, uh, like connected with their family like it's part of their like doctrine mm-hmm. to do this thing called family home evening so once a week they have they are supposed to sit at home with a family and do something as a family mm-hmm. which is probably good okay. in the long run absolutely but so, so they do they do have a lot of things. they also do a lot of weird shit like you have to have two years worth of like uh, canned goods and shit uh-huh. when the apocalypse comes which so you, at all times you should have, which is not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like, I mean, hey, that sounds like a yeah, solid I mean, who, plan. Yeah. yeah, who doesn't have that? Um, <laughs> okay, so what, what about dried food? Something else. Ammunition. Uh, the the like builds into our brains, kind of thing. Um, I listened to like a podcast I never listened to a while back, and they were talking about like hunting, and how like a lot of people who go hunting for the first time, they say like. It was weird, man. Once you get in there and you start doing it, you feel like you know what to do. Like nature. And it's one of those things that's like Whoa. just in your brain and body because like your ancestors have been hunting forever. Every single one of us is the descendant of the greatest hunters that have ever lived. Yeah. So and, and for millennia, yeah. that's what everybody's job. Yeah. <laughs> millennia. That's what we did. Evolutionarily, we are the whole upright stance and you know everything the way that our bodies are are developed is to is to um, is to hunt is to you know walk down chase down stalk you know predator or uh, prey on this event yeah dude so it's like it's crazy to think what other things we were born with that we like 
may not be connected to. Oh, for sure. Maybe, you ever, it. Maybe, it's Maybelline. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. You ever heard of uh, like mammalian diving instinct? Uh-uh. Mammalian, mammalian dining Di- instinct? <laughs> dining. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that. What did you say? Diving. Diving. diving like, like, a, like a dolphin? Like a dolphin, yeah. Okay. So, so, a, a, so, Throughout the course of evolution, I think our ancestors and the ancestors of pretty much all land mammals have kind of, kind of they've come out onto land, and I think they went back to water at a certain point, and then they came, and then like, you know, so as it was a, like an ebb and flow as yeah. far as being land creatures and, and water creatures and kind of intermediates right. as well. So you have what's called mammalian diving instinct, which can kick in. It's way deep. It's way buried in because how far away are we from like an, an actual something but I mean I, and I don't exactly know the science because I'm a fucking not a, you know, not a smart man um, bro science dude bro it is totally yeah, that's our whole podcast we should call this bro science we're basically right? a collection of people who read headlines without <laughs> <laughs> and podcasts and podcasts but so <laughs> you, ever, you ever held a dog over the fucking over water and they just start kicking their little feet and, and they've never even seen one. They've never yeah. swam, but they just have this thing in their head. that's like bleep, bleep, bleep. that. And I don't know if it, I don't know if that's oh, the, every dog I've ever had has known how to swim. So never swam before. Is this the same concept as like um, you can take? I've not done this. Also, for the record, but baby. you can take infants and submerge them, and they just like instinctively hold their breath, like, and they're. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I heard, well, so again, like I said, I've never done this, but like apparently very, very young babies um, are just, because they just came out of the womb, they're I've in that. that environment for so long. I don't know long. if it's true. But like they, they just like kind of, when you submerge a baby, it just naturally holds its breath. And like, of course you can't just keep it down there forever, but like it, <laughs> it, it, it knows to like, okay, well, it, like instinctively, like I feel like you can meet a child and do that and it, it wouldn't just hold its breath, but... My, is that in that same vein? I think, yeah, I, I think so. Mammalian diving. In, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm about to check it out. Uh, yeah, so like free divers, the people that that dive like you know hundreds of feet down down below, that's what they're tapping into, and it, it takes oh, some training to actually do that. And, and you to, have to like tap back into. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. Deepness. I wonder what else we can tap back into. Oh, I think it's sweet, right? It is sweet. Do you like it? She was got it for me for Christmas. Oh, that's way cool. Ken onion. Ken onion. <laughs> we all want a good knife. Get a ken onion. Can He's I shave my sharp. arm hair? Or did you sharpen it the other day? I didn't sharpen it. Yeah, it doesn't quite shave on here. We're supposed to have a knife sharpening day. Yeah. We've been recently taking uh, like work field trips to Sportsman's Warehouse. I'd never been there before. No. No, I'm not a sportsman's warehouse kind of gal until recently. But I was like, <laughs> until you went there. Yeah, and then I was like, holy sheep shit, this place is incredible. They got, they have all the house shoes, they have knives, they have taxidermy everywhere, which is kind of wild. And I was like, how do you taxidermy a fish? Because it looks so <laughs> fake. But then they have these placards that are like, oh. Jay Trenton out of uh, Roswell fucking caught this guy while in the Bahamas or whatever. And you're that like, is a real thing. How did they 
well pasteurized. Anyway. How do you yeah. taxidermy a fish? How do you taxidermy a fish? Good question. Coonskin caps and all kinds of wild stuff. Yeah, they so do. It was, it was like, it was a lot of fun. I went there for my 30th birthday. That's what I wanted to do. Aww. That's amazing. Because I, <laughs> I only go and I always just go right to like the gun section and get ammo or whatever. And then, like, when we, we like went with them, I actually good. walked around. I was like, holy shit, they do have all kinds of shit. There's a, you know, and as many times as I've been in there, I've been in there a lot. I don't think I've ever walked upstairs. They have, like, camping stuff Guys, up there. let's go next time. Let's go before our next podcast, and then we can talk about it. Well, we could go to Cabela's. You know there's Cabela's. Yeah, so we went to Cabela's, and we feel that Cabela's is like Sportsman's Warehouse, but more fruity. More, oh, a it's kind of like end. the Williams-Sonoma It's like the uh, Williams-Sonoma like of outdoor. I can see that, yeah. Because they don't have as big of a selection places. of like clothing. But my fuck, if you can't find some fancy grilling shit. They have I a lot like, of grilling shit. Outdoor cooking stuff, like, oh my god. I almost wanted to buy some stuff for like just catering. I know, you were getting all pumped, you are like, I want grill, I want smoke something. I know, I saw all these things and I was like, I'm going to fucking grill something right I now. I know, I was getting pumped. I just, I just bought parts for my AR and then I broke my AR as I was taking them apart. Oh. Well, I didn't break it, I just lost a bunch of springs. Oh no, well, <laughs> that's kind of important. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to buy more. I'm going to go get more. No, well, today I, I, got, I got some new overalls yesterday and it was like, from where? And I was like, I from Carhartt, dude. And he was like, but from where? And I was like, the mail. What do you mean? He's like, oh, I thought you went to Cabela's without me. And I was like, no, okay, I'll never go without you, my guy. Like, fuck, we'll go, so to, we'll go to Sportsman's Warehouse and Cabela's together all, all the time. Nice. Just let me know. It, I haven't been it's camping fun. in forever. I haven't either, I don't want to go. You know where else is cool in town? There's a second-hand outdoor store that fucking badass. Where is that? It's called the Restore. It's where it's by where Oh, is that on the Oh no, it is. No, it's not called Restore. It's called Regear. Restore. Oh, is it, that I was talking about Restore earlier with my with my business partner. Restore partners. is the uh, building building supplies. Yeah, building supplies. Secondhand building supplies. Actually, that place is awesome too. Yeah. Habitat for humanity and uh, raise money for them to build houses for people. So, yeah. cool spot. You can go find cool shit. They have a bunch of like Odds and ends, like they plumbing do. and stuff. All kinds of stuff, yeah, surplus. like surplus tile that's still in yeah. the box, and they're like, hey, I want to, you know, whatever. So, Those but anyway, Regear, Regear is cool shit. For one, the people are super nice. The guy that runs, I think his name's Mike. I've been in there just a bunch of times. Super cool. Always remembers my name, even though I've gone there like once every two years. Um, really? Well, everybody. No, no, I don't think he even knows who the hell I am. Oh, okay. Seriously. Um, he just like he rem- he remembers everybody just because oh, okay, okay. that's kind of how how he is and he does business. There's some guy, there's some people that are like that man, and I wish I could be that. Good yeah, well, like Jules probably is. I I she remembers remember, regulars. I don't remember your name, but I don't remember <laughs> how you like your age. There we go. There well, that's go. all the that's what, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> they have a bunch of secondhand and like consignment, really really nice outdoors here. All sorts of stuff. I went so I took the kids camping and not camping. We we rented a cabin. Um, on the other side of the mountain, and it was super snowy, and the kids had all grown out of their out or their their snow gear, and then the baby didn't have any. My two-year-old, um, so we went over there and got a bunch of gear, like super super cheap, really nice, a really nice like snow ski jacket for the kid. It's a little bit big for him; it's like four years old, so it's yeah. like a poncho, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and it, it was probably yeah. like a maybe a you know several hundred dollar jacket, or maybe maybe 150, 200 bucks. Um, got it for like forty bucks. Where nice. is this place again? It is. Do you, uh, it is. You remember where the old Stone Age used to be? 
So if you go like to the if you go to where Costco is, so okay, we're talking about sportsmen. So if you go if you go sportsmen's and then you go south on maybe Renaissance, you I think you'll run into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the place where you get the good gear, man. I met this girl the other kayaks. day. They have bikes. I, w I was like, I was let's fucking buy a boat. Remember when I was looking for all the yeah. boots? So, like, I start, like, when you want something, you start looking for it in other people's shit. And I was like, damn. I was like, she was a customer here the first time in. I was like, hey, I really like your boots. Can I look at the bottom of them? Like, <laughs> she's all, Ugh. She just, well, she seemed weird enough for me to ask her that okay. question. And as it turns out, she's like good friends with another weird friend of mine, uh, as it was later revealed. But anyway, I was like, I really fucking like your boots. Can I check out the bottom of them? And she was like, yeah, totally. And so I looked and I was like, where did you get these boots? And she was like, I got them at a thrift store. So I went home that night and I looked them up online. They were like $320 boots. I ran into her like two nights later somewhere else downtown. And I was like... My guy, did you know those boots are like 320, 25 bucks that you you have? Like, you said you got them here. How much did you pay for them? And she was like, they're like $25. And they're like barely been used. I was like, that's wild to me. Like, just, and she found them on the other side of the mountain. There's a little, like, uh, re-gear shop over there, essentially. I, that's that's very. I'm all about that. Here. I went to um, so we should go rummage through his stuff. He's got a ton of stuff. Yeah, yes. I'm down to go rummaging. Yeah, yes. it's, and it's all like really good stuff. It's just like, you don't need. It just so usually, so last year we closed for Fourth of July weekend, because or no during the week because it was in the middle of the week and it's, every time we're open we're fucking dead. So if we do that again this year, actually before we get ahead of ourselves, let's find out. When let's all get, our, is, I'll get on our This phones. makes for great podcasting. July 4th is on a Thursday, so we'll probably be closed. Nice. Maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, camping. Thursday. We Dude, should that would be camping. so much fun. Even though that's when everybody goes camping. We could find a cool kind of obscure spot or yeah. like... Since we're gonna have some time off, we can we can go like we can travel kind of. a little bit. Cause like we we don't have to find like a campground. We can just like yeah, we could actually like go kind of travel, like park somewhere and hike out a little way. Hike in, heck yeah, dude, I'm down. I also just kind of want to get a cabin in the middle of the woods. I was gonna say that's not hard either. Just because dude, what, the cabin well, I got for my friend Grant's bachelor party in Pagosa was like 20 feet away from the lake. Like the back porch is like, it was so sick. It wasn't secluded by any means. The whole lake was surrounded by like cabins. Sure, but you could still thrash out there and have a good yeah. time and, you know, do, do enough of your own thing. Uh, yeah, I would like to go somewhere real woody. Assholes. I like have that? or had a cabin that's kind of still mine, but kind of not anymore. <laughs> Did you sell it? Not yet. No, it's on the market. I just need to get it up and running. We can go out Where there. Where is it? It's in Hamas, dude. It's dope. Dude. Let's do I was going to go up there this weekend and like... Check it out, see what you need to do. Uh, yeah, the plumbing needs some work and then if you, you, don't, if, if you don't go if you don't go up there often, you get mice and then mouse shit everywhere and you oh, yeah. totally get hantavirus, which is not a good idea. You can get around that. I mean, not get around that, but no, like... No, so I would... Yeah, so I, I need to... So 
by summertime, if it's not sold, let's go. I'm down. Yeah, there's a wood-fired hot tub too. Bam. A wood-fired hot Sick. tub. I wanted to make it's one a, of those. Okay, so it's a pain in the fucking ass. So you, you, you. I, I think I figured out a way to, to do it more efficiently. So yeah. it's not such a pain in the ass. It's gonna require like a leaf blower Drainage and stuff. No, not drains, but anyway, but to keep the fire going really, really hot. Oh, okay. But so you got to run this fire. It's got, it's got a, um, it's, it's got a firebox that sits in the water, and it, it sits in the water. It sits in the water. So the chimney comes out, and the firebox is submerged. The water doesn't get in it. Like right. the, the top of it is above it, and you just run into a fire in there for about like five or six hours. Um, and you just got to keep putting wood in there, but that motherfucker gets piping. You could cook yourself like a lobster. Cause I was thinking Damn. about trying to build one this past summer. I got one of those uh, cattle, you know what cattle drink out of, like a, a, trough. a cattle trough. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got one of those, and I just like made a quick pull out of it. But like, if you do it proper, you can have like a nice little hillbilly fucking this thing... pool, and you can if you elevate it, you can build like a fire under it and just keep it cooking. I had a buddy that lived out in Terrace, and he had. Uh, he had one of those old bathtubs, like an old cloth foot bathtub that he elevated. Yeah, that was cool. And he was like, man, in the summertime, it was because out there in the like in that slight elevation, it'd stay cool mm -hmm. at night in the summer, and then in the winter, you would just like fucking pull the fire under it. it like it would be perfect. Cook himself, yeah. No, yeah. this this one's really cool. I, it's it's. I mean, like I said, if it's still, you just gotta put, you just gotta catch the ones inside and put like a bait trap outside. Yeah, I don't know if that's illegal out there. No. Is there so much wildlife? No. Well, Wait, you know what? You know what's really shitty. He's talking about the mice. You know what's oh, really... mice! I was like, you're. you're I've had. Mice. <laughs> I've had unpleasant experiences trying to catch the critters out there. Like, I saw a. Uh, there's like an out. There's a barn. There's a barn, and I set a rat trap. Caught a fucking cute little chipmunk. I was really sad about that. No bueno. And then. I was I was out there working. There's a and there's a big ass pack rat in there, and I see him and he scurries and he tries to get through this place, but apparently he's been eating too good and he gets stuck in between like and he can't he can't do anything. He, he's stuck. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take care of him. And so I go and I get a shovel, and I'm I'm gonna mash him and just you know get him out of there, but. <laughs> I wait because I want to get like a clean shot on him, right? I don't yeah. want I don't want him to no suffer. Suffering. Just get sure. nice and clean, and then he turns around and looks at. Oh! And I was like, oh, <laughs> he was cute as shit. He had like big old cute fucking eyes, and I'm like, oh, I can't just kill him like that. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let him go. And so I went and I got this tube that I had um, zip ties in, and like this plastic tube, and I like grabbed him by the tail and tried to stuff him in there, and I got him almost all the way in. And his little back legs clung to the edge. He oh, popped out and man. tried to bite me, and I let him go. And long story short, I think he still lives there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like gonna be the size of a fucking dog. Dude, like, yeah. go he's back. a big motherfucker. Hey, who's that? It's, and that's the weirdest thing. Dude. And I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a guy that lived there before or the, this rat, but there's like this weird <laughs> there's this weird stash of mushrooms all in like weird areas in my barn. And I don't know if they're fucking psilocybin mushrooms. They kind of look like Same they are. With but they're among they're amongst like a rat's nest. Like you probably Oh, I'm not going to eat them, but I could still probably be like 
They, they, There's poison traveling in them veins. They kind of look like. I, but yeah, they kind of no, like psilocybin mushroom. And it'd be even weirder if they were psilocybin mushrooms, but it was the rat who was collecting them. <laughs> That's why his eyes are so cute. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe the rat, maybe the rat was shrooming balls. I'm like, sure he's got like a whole like family in there just tripping balls. It's like a, it's like a <laughs> secret of nymph thing. This is so much surreal. <laughs> you guys remember now. that movie? You might yes, just have to burn that part Oh sure. No, it is. You nice. guys should come together. Who, me and the rat? <laughs> I remember, we, we had a moment. I looked into his eyes and I was like, wait a minute, that's not a rat. Like, I literally, that, that thing it went through my head. I was like, I oh. I saw the movie Ratatouille, see? I don't, think I, I, love I don't think I did. You haven't? We play it here all the time. That's a great movie. Yeah. We kind of messed at the house once. Because uh, it was like our our sink in the bathroom has like, it looks like it has an empty space underneath, but it's just like a cut out thing or whatever and then has wood. So I like, tried to run in there. Yeah, my house. Oh wow! This was like a year ago, I think. Um, I mean, they tried to run under there, but it's like little tail was sticking out. I was like, you little bastard! So I just like picked him up by the tail, and it, he like looked at me. And I was like, ah, he's kind of cute. But then I just walked him in the head with a screwdriver and threw him in the lomas. I had another one. Walked him in the head with a screwdriver and threw him in a lomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you just you can kill him by just smacking him in the head. Well, yeah, yeah you. <laughs> I didn't want to just throw them in the trash. You didn't feed them your chickens? Oh, I should have fed them the chickens. Did chickens eat, eat mice? Fuck yeah, yeah. brother! Man, they'll <laughs> eat any, any squirting little thing. Nice. Yeah, it's Pro crazy. Probably because the mice eat the eggs, and so they're like, fuck you. I think they just are they like tiny too. dinosaurs. <laughs> they are tiny They dinosaurs. are just tiny dinosaurs that just like carnivorous little weirdos that are cool. <laughs> carnivorous weirdos. More like omnivorous for sure. Well, yeah. I, um, I had a, like, a, like a little juvenile mouse in the dog food one time and he was another one that was cute as fuck. Super <laughs> cute. And me, me and like Owen went out there, my son, and, and looked down there. He's like, oh, he's so cute. I'm like, okay, we're not going to kill him. I didn't. I scooped him up and I Gently put him in my trash can, and so maybe he's at the dump living a, a fat life. A mouse's simpleton from Charlotte's Exactly, Web. exactly. Heck yeah. At the fairgrounds. Oh, that's what I imagined for uh, him. Me too. He's like Speaking of fairgrounds, <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. I, so I've been doing. I've been judging the spam competition for the past two years, which has apparently, according to the people who've been judging it for years, has been dwindling in attendees. Like people who compete in it. This is old people now. I know, and I want more people to do it. I want it the, to be like a legit, legit competition. Gotta get the, the hipsters out. Yeah, I was gonna here. say open it up to the like the chefs, to the, the cooks and stuff. Uh, but anyway, like it's so man, it's a whole other world. It's so weird, the but also like the second you walk into the building. It's You're super like, weird, man. Are we in Arlen? It, it's like, like walking into an episode of King of the Hill. This is where King of the Hill. It's kind of, is it kind of like people of Walmart? They're not like shitty though. They're they're they're, they're just like a different type sweet of okay. and precious okay. and very uh. like spam oriented. So like the last when we went, because it wasn't this last year, it was two years ago. It was held in the same building as the um, they have like a doll contest, like the state fair. It's like a craft contest, but it's like a doll. Your dolls, dolls that you've had from over the years, like. Old timey dolls, fucking priceless Japanese dolls. Like, so you come in, you bring your dolls, they give you ribbons, 
So it took place in this building with all these dolls with wide, bizarre, unblinking, staring eyes. It's that you know some of those dolls are haunted. And sure. then there's this major spam competition. Is is the only brown dude and the youngest dude. <laughs> there you go. Stuff like that. Creepy dolls. He's the only he's the youngest dude by so probably like anyway, twenty years. If we always go and then we like just dig around at the fair and Yeah, so the fair's fun. pretty fucking fun, man. Dude, we like, had a good old time last time. It's cool. Especially when there's nothing else to do in Albuquerque. Yeah, at that time of year. Or um, cool man. Guys, I think this was a good podcast. I think it's cool. We should. Do you uh, want to wrap it up? Let's do it before it gets weird. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just start yeah. chilling out. So, if anybody out there knows anything about witchcraft and the tools of which you use to conjure witchcraft, what else did we reach out for? Hit me up. What did? What else did we say? If you're interested in the spam competition, get at me. We need more people to fucking do it. I don't want it to dwindle away and go away. Hi, hey, do you cook with spam? Do you like spam? Oh, on do that you like note, to feed people spam. My buddy, uh, yes. my buddy Ace, told me that he's getting his tattoo of his initials and his ex-wife's initials in a heart covered up by a can of spam. He just told me that today. <laughs> See, there you go. That is awesome. Motherfucker, spam maybe, still a spam. Maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe he could be on the the, the board. I don't think. I got this spam tattoo. Can I try your spam? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Good to we'll be back. be back next week with a special guest. Oh, uh, oh, oh come oh. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to end this. That's going to be a thing though. Uh, Toodles. And, and then we'll end the actual podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week.